Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 313. This time I talk about the Destiny 2 Forsaken expansion. I did decide to get it uh, for reasons I would go into in the rambling, but that's all I have for this time. Hopefully you'll enjoy the show. So I got the Destiny 2 Forsaken expansion for 40 bucks. I believe it is on sale uh, for Black Friday, currently for 30 So that kind of upset me that, you know, it's cheaper, like maybe three weeks after I got it. The basic campaign took about 10 hours to complete, and I'd hit 50 uh, starting at 30 because it, it's required that you be 30 to start it. However, at that point, it took me five more hours to unlock the Dreaming City, which was a whole other zone, which is sort of doable at light level 500, but really starts uh, to get going around 540. So before you're about 520, you're probably just going to get your butt kicked and not have a good time there because the higher end stuff will be uh, 560 or even 580. So again, that was probably about 15 hours total uh, to get to unlocking the second region. And I kind of stopped counting there because at that point you kind of hit the soft cap and you're probably only going to get a few light levels a week. I think I'm just now nearing like 545 and I would have to just make a rough guess I've probably put about 50 hours into the expansion in total. So it's been, you know, quite a slow grind. There are a lot of ways to gain light levels now that there weren't uh, before, so it is a lot quicker. But still, I would probably guess uh, I'm probably only gaining about one light level per hour, uh, if that makes sense. So, you know, you're looking at quite a climb, uh, especially for casual and only play every few days to get to that. Uh, you know, max 600. In quick summary, I would say the Forsaken expansion is really what Destiny always should have been. All the way back at Destiny 1, uh, this was more what I was expecting Destiny to be. The adventure missions are all really varied, and the boss fights are really complex and kind of comparable to the year one strikes in terms of complexity and variety. The boss fights have really cool and different mechanics, Though you kind of do uh, learn them pretty quickly, and they are just adventures, so you know you do them pretty much once, and then maybe you'll do a heroic mode later on, but that's you know probably all you're going to see them. But they are really kind of on par with what I always expected Destiny to be. The new zones and the bad guys look really cool and amazing. I don't know how they kicked up uh, the graphical fidelity without uh, increasing the spec requirements. Maybe I'm just wrong. And it's not actually a whole lot better than the old areas. But it looks and feels uh, so much better and 
so much richer and deeper in terms of how it looks and the, I guess, complexity of the zone. There's all no music, which is really great. It's kind of variations of themes of what the uh, Destiny 2 basic music was. So they're all kind of variations on a theme, but I do like the new music quite a bit. I, along with many others, uh, am very sad Nathan Fillion does not uh, reprise his role as Cade 6, especially, uh, you know, spoilers, since this is supposedly sort of his farewell appearance. He was probably working on The Rookie. I know he said he was busy. He didn't say uh, specifically with what. But I really hope someday in the future uh, they get a chance to uh, replace the lines uh, for Cade. No offense to Nolan. Uh, you know, he did a great job. It just doesn't feel right uh, having a different voice do the voice work. I mean, he's close. But, you know, even if you have a, a moderately discerning ear, you'll notice uh, there's definitely a big difference in the cadence and style of how he delivers the lines. You get a bow pretty early on in the new quest line. Uh, I would say it's probably even the second or third quest uh, that I got it. But I didn't actually see one drop or got one as reward until I was over light level 500. And even since then, I've only seen maybe six or seven. Uh, so, you know, that's probably uh, less than one every five or six hours. And if you go into collections, there actually aren't that many bows in total. I think there's only four or six total. So that seems really strange that they added this whole new uh, weapon category, and then there are so few of them. Also, I think there's only one or two sniper rifles for the Forsaken uh, content as well, which is kind of disappointing because it sort of forces you into using bow as a sniper rifle, whereas I would prefer you know, a few more sniper rifles to have that option to pick, uh, you know, which one I want to use. Because again, remember, because of the new way uh, perks work in Forsaken, pretty much all of your year one, you know, the top tier exotic weapons, you know, anything that's not that will either be completely trash because it will be replaced by blues, or even if it is a purple, it's not worth uh, pulling up because it won't have, you know, the same kind of perks. It'll have uh, just one perk, and it won't be uh, as good. So there's really no reason to keep any of your Gear 1 stuff. Again, you start in the Tangled Shore, and the Tangled Shore is really huge. It feels like it's probably bigger than any of the Year 1 zones. And after you go through all of that, uh, you've got all of the Dreaming City waiting for you, uh, again, you know, you won't be able to touch that until you're 50 with uh, probably around 520 light or higher. But that's a whole other zone uh, after, you know, the main uh, storyline area zone. So I guess in conclusion, and I did think about this uh, quite a bit after I talked a little bit about it in my last podcast. In terms of something like an MMO expansion, it is fairly comparable. So in terms of cost... Uh, you know, I guess it's okay for uh, what you get in terms of content hours for how much you pay. However, uh, now I will mention uh, why I still think it's not really fair uh, in comparison to other things, uh, you know, like a typical MMO, especially, you know, Elder Scrolls Online, which does not uh, increase the maximum level with each expansion. Again, as I found before I bought the expansion, which was kind of the driving force behind my uh, getting it, Bungie really makes it pointless for you to play without the expansion 
because without that level bump, you're not going to get uh, better equipment. You're just going to get a few light levels, and then you're going to cap because you can't get anything higher. At that point, you'll be, you know, so far behind everyone else, it's not even worth playing. Also, you're not going to really get the new equipment because there's not really any way for you to get it. I've heard the gunsmith and a few other rewards uh, can drop the new uh, equipment type, but pretty much anywhere in the year one areas, you're only going to see drops that are from, you know, year one uh, loot pools, I guess you could say. It is extremely, extremely, extremely rare that I see uh, a Forsaken drop when I do go back to that old zone. Whereas if I'm in one of the new zones, there's a you know 99% chance it's going to be a new drop. You'll also have a lot of issues upgrading the stuff you do want to keep. Because there is that uh, upgrade option. You get something you know with a higher light level. You can infuse it. Uh, you can infuse an older piece, uh, you know, with a higher light level piece and then, you know, bump up that piece you want to keep. But because of the way uh, uh, the resources are based, uh, it's going to be really, really difficult for you to get enough resources to upgrade and uh, boost your stuff to higher light levels, even if you could. Whereas once you get the Forsaken content, all you have to do is go to the first area go see a new NPC named Spider, and he will sell you a lot of the upgrade mats you need uh, for various things. You know, you pay uh, money, or you pay legendary shards, you know, or other stuff, and you can just buy the new upgrade materials. And that is on a daily resetting timer, so it's really easy to get them uh, very quickly for low cost. If you ever played Destiny, uh, either Destiny 1 or Destiny 2, and you haven't played in a while, but you did like it at one time, and you're like, well, that's pretty fun, but I, I don't play it because of this reason. I would highly recommend picking up The Forsaken, because it really makes Destiny uh, what it always should have been. However, it's their upgrades and uh, following content uh, cost that really makes me uh, question if we should continue to get it. As I mentioned, Forsaken is currently on sale for 30 uh, average price is 40 and then they kind of require you, uh, again, it's going to boost the same things, to get the uh, yearly pass, I think they call it, which is 35 bucks, I believe, and I don't expect that price to go down. Um, it might go on sale. I'm hoping they change their mind to make it cheaper, because that's basically telling people, uh, you know, give us 75 bucks. And since they've done this only one year after Destiny 2 launched, uh, that's basically saying give us 75 bucks a year to keep playing, which seems, again, unfair uh, for a number of reasons. As an example, other companies are not doing this. BioWare has announced a plan for Anthem that they are going to have the box price, and that is it. They're never going to charge for expansions, going to upgrade uh, stuff weekly and put out, uh, you know, bigger expansions on some schedule. <laughs> they haven't said how often, but it will get regular content updates and those will all be free. Elder Scrolls Online has probably a similar sort of pricing scheme as uh, Destiny. 
But I feel that's fair because the expansions are not required. If there's a level increase with an expansion, which, uh, like I said, they don't uh, increase raw level, they do increase what Destiny uh, would call light levels. But when that goes up, it goes up for everybody. So if you get the expansion or not, you're going to be able to keep up with everybody else. You might not have access to that new content or that new gear, but nothing makes you know, your old gear obsolete. I don't think I mentioned this uh, last podcast, but when I started Forsaken, I probably scrapped, uh, you know, like 85% of everything I had collected because it was now completely useless or completely pointless to have collected. And a game doing that is just not good for the players. It does not feel good. It's kind of like saying, hey, those hundreds of hours you spent getting that item, pointless. You know, it's going to be replaced by something else now. It doesn't make a player feel good. So although I'm very, very tempted to uh, get the expansion pass in a week uh, when it comes out, you know, provided I have money, I would highly recommend people watch out and see what people think about it, see what viewers think about it, and, uh, you know, maybe even wait and see down the line if they say anything about these other people who have different models uh, in terms of pricing. That all being said, I do have some infusion tips uh, to lower that cost of those upgrades as you will be uh, upgrading quite a bit. First off, I kind of touched on this already, don't even bother upgrading year one stuff unless it is that super rare exotic that you really, really, really love. There is just absolutely no point upgrading legendary stuff because you'll replace it with blue stuff uh, from Forsaken, which is just so much better. Again, I would recommend holding off until you get that purple drop uh, from Forsaken, and it's probably going to be close to around light level 500 before you really start seeing those regularly. Those, if you really, really like the perks, uh, you know, keep them and start upgrading those. Again, I mentioned the uh, rarest upgrade component is a enhancement core, which you can buy from Spider. This is on a daily timer, and the cost starts at 10 legendary shards and then doubles for each one you get. So that first one you get is 10, the next one you get is 20, 40, and then 80, and then 160. So, you know, it, it adds up really, really fast. So I recommend what you do, even if you're not, you know, a daily player, just go in daily uh, if you need them, grab one or two, and then just back out. You know, don't don't play if you don't have the time, but stockpile a bunch of these as much as you can for the cheap. Do not spend a lot of money on them. When you do upgrade an item, it will have an enhancement core cost and a resource item cost unless, and I've only seen this happen a few times, you have the exact same item. Like one of my new favorite sets is the Tangled Web set. And I first noticed this on the helmet. So I had a helmet of, let's say, light level 510, a tangled web helmet. Then the new one dropped, and it was maybe 525. If it wasn't a tangled web helmet, there would be uh, two or three enhancement core costs, and then like 15 or 25 resources, depending on the resource type. But I noticed that the tangled web helmet that was a higher light level infused into a lower one, only had glimmer cost. It didn't cost any of the other resources. 
Now, this is going to be obviously <laughs> very difficult to do with weapons. Um, pretty much armor is the only thing I've seen this happen for because it has to be the exact same item. Same name, uh, you know, and same slot because you can't uh, infuse from other slots. So it's pretty rare uh, to get that, uh, you know, happening. Again, if it's something you can wait on and you can just like upgrade, uh, you know, once a week, you're like, oh, I'll collect a bunch of stuff and upgrade at the end of the week. You know, that would be the best uh, scenario. Again, drastically reducing your upgrade costs. And again, as I mentioned, perks are really important. Only, only, only upgrade things that have good perks. You know, don't upgrade an item because you really like the look. Because again, you're just going to keep getting new stuff until you're light level 600. So focus more on, you know, both the look and are these perks on this item uh, perks I really like. Because those are random now, so you never know. You might get something that's got better perks. And that's it uh, for my Destiny 2 Forsaken rambling and I guess uh, scolding of their pricing scheme because I think it's a little bit too pricey for what they're doing uh, in terms of how they're forcing you to pretty much upgrade if you uh, want to keep playing, which does not feel good, you know, again, uh, as a player, especially one who is, you know, a more casual player. I'm, I guess, you know, super hardcore right now. But, you know, most people are not. Most people are fairly casual. But again, I do think if you ever liked Destiny, uh, this puts it, uh, I think, where it always should have been. Ahoy there, and welcome to the treasure chest. We gather to thank those who surrendered booty to the rabbit. I'm sure we can all agree we love a little booty now and then. <laughs> the following be all the rapscallions that donated their booty. We do be thinking Alexander G. And Sean R. For the most generous donations. Three cheers for donations. Hip hip R. Hip hip. Arr, hip hip, So that's it for this week's podcast. Hopefully everybody's having a super good uh, Turkey Day weekend. I still have my you know sad homeless life, so it's pretty terrible. Today is Turkey Day for me, so I spent today uh, at the food store sitting trying to have a signal, which I guess I had most of the day, uh, barely. Part of the day it was just dead and I was trying to fight to have any kind of signal at all. Uh, public uh, wireless signals around here is not usually the best, uh, especially at places like the food store. But hopefully you guys are all, you know, in a nice home and doing whatever you want and eating uh, good food with friends or family. Overall, things are pretty bad for me. I am super, super low money. I did get some donations lately and uh, some other help uh, from a friend, 
so I did finally get my uh, November car insurance taken care of and I'll spend uh, everything else I have to uh, get signed up for classes for next quarter so that I uh, can keep financial aid off my back but I don't know what I'm going to do for uh, December car payment or gas or things like I haven't washed my clothes in two months which is really super disgusting and I'm starting to get uh, stinky clothes so that makes me feel terrible so any donations uh, would be super greatly appreciated and definitely needed and hopefully you know I can hang on but hopefully you guys are all having a good time and don't have uh, such terrible worries I don't know what I'll talk about uh, next time probably again be three weeks which uh, off the top of my head sounds like early-ish December maybe maybe not quite mid-December so I guess hopefully I will see everybody then okay thanks bye You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com if you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License 2018.